Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems and they break a terror hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we'll discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. <clears throat> I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call us at 516-453-9118. That's 
888-998-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. <clears throat> or you can go out to our chat room, which is available. Actually, sorry, I forgot to put it up. It'll take a few seconds for me to put it up. As soon as it comes on, then I will gladly let you know. Uh, when it's up, you can send your questions, comments, or even your prayer request. I would like to say a huge hello, hello, hello to my church family, True Believers, Tabernacle Church, where our senior pastor is Pastor Otis Logan. <clears throat> if you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, feel free to come and worship with us. We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I would like to thank each and every one who are tuning in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. In fact, right now, my chat room is available right now and running as we speak. I want to tell everyone, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2019. God has carried us all the way from the existence of our lives through 2018, and he has blessed us to be here. 2019, this is for those who are in other parts of the country. This is Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, January the 6th, 2019. We so thank God that God has allowed us to not only be here for 2019, but thank God for, you know, not just 2018, but, you know, there might have been some that might have had a, you know, a great year, some that might have had a trying year. And that's the reason why in the last Saturday of 2018, we wanted to reflect. While we were in 2018, we wanted to reflect and think about the goodness of God, how he has carried us from the beginning of 2018 all the way to the last Sunday of 2018. And so now, this being the first Sunday of 2018, what we want to do, we want to thank God and look at how we can do more for God, what we can do more for God for 2019. So on the first show of 2019, we want to talk about new beginnings. We want to talk about being restored and much more in the episode called Fresh Start. Fresh Start. Thank God for another chance for us to get it right. Thank God for God has blessed us. He has blessed us dearly for us to be here, be alive, and we should not take that lightly. You know, I was looking at how sometimes we can 
pressure ourselves, and sometimes we can really just beat ourselves up on so much, so much of the things that we have done in the past, so many things that we have done that we have might have messed up. But thank God, God has allowed us another chance for us to get it right. And like I said, because of his grace and mercy, not because of how good we were, not because of, you know, how much money you have or somebody's better than the other. No. You know what? When it boiled down to it, first of all, one thing we always got to think about, God made each and every one of us. And he did not make anyone greater than the other. So I know there are some people that like to push their weight of their authority, but I want for those who may be listening, just in case they may be contemplating, you know what, I don't know if this coming up year or this year right here, if it's going to end like 2018, and like I said, there may be some who might have had a great year, some who might have had a trying year, some who might have had a learning year. But when it boils down to it, we all have a clean slate if we utilize it. That's the way we got to look at it. If we utilize what? God's grace, God's mercy, God's forgiveness. And when we think about it, God has granted us what? Forgiveness. And God has it right here for us. But unfortunately, many of us don't utilize it or don't receive it for ourselves. It doesn't matter how hungry I am and which restaurant I may go to. Dinner is served, but it's going to take me for me to be able to pick and choose what I want, pay for it, and eat it myself. And that's the same way how God has allowed us another chance. Another chance, like I said, not because of how good we were, but it's because of how good he is. And so we have a fresh start, a new beginning in the beginning of the year. And some people may take it lightly, but when you look at it, every day you wake up, you have another chance, another chance. As long as there's breath in your body, what we need to do, we need to praise God, thank God, but also just tell God, you know what? God, forgive me. I messed up. I don't know about anybody else that may be listening, but I have messed up many times in my life. Now, regardless of, in some people's eyes, it might not be as bad as theirs, but when it boils down to it, sin is sin, just point blank. So when it boils down to it, if we have messed up, if we have sinned, which simply means missed the mark, if we have messed up, sometimes our mess up could be disastrous for our purpose, for our plan, even our desires, our blessings. We can actually be our worst enemy. But when we look at it, God allowed us to wake up. And he closed us in our right mind. Well, I, I want to share this with you. I have to need to say this, but this is something, this scripture, it resonated in my heart. I've heard it growing up throughout my life, and I got an understanding that really helped me. 
that really helped me in my time of hardship, in my time of struggle. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Not paths, paths. Cool. Now, a lot of times we often think about that scripture when we're about to make a decision in our life. We're about to do something. We need to consult God first. That's very important. But just being real with you, many times, I know for a fact, I did not consult God. I thought that I knew what was best based upon the little information that I had. So I went on and went on with that decision that I made. And then all of a sudden, come to find out that was the worst, worst decision that I made. But that scripture, it screams to me, not just in the beginning of a situation that you're getting ready to get yourself into, but even in the midst of a mistake, even in the midst of a wrong decision that you've made, if you acknowledge him, if you repent, if you acknowledge to God, you know what, God, I really don't know what the answer is. So, God, first of all, God, forgive me. I'm giving this issue to you. God, what I make crooked, you make it straight. And when we sincerely give our situations, our concerns over to God, he is faithful to help us in whatever situation that we're in. Now, one of the things I always tell people, even in the midst of our mistake, there are times there are times that we have to deal with the consequences. But get this, even in the midst of dealing with our own consequences because of our own wrong decision, God is there to not just help us, but even to strengthen us, even as we deal with the consequences. I look at it like this. I think about, let's just say, if we have to be disciplined by our parent. Our parent have to, I'm going to say it like this, we didn't get no discipline when we were growing up. We got whooping. <laughs> but I think about it like this. Just imagine if your parent have to whoop you because you made a wrong decision. You disobeyed. Now, my parents got the belt, and they whooped, not just the behind, but any area that they had access to. <laughs> but you think about it. Think about God in him helping us in our what in our consequences, even though we get disciplined, but this is what I see. He would put the padding in our clothes so that way we won't have to, we don't have to what feel the blow. He's helping us even in we making a wrong decision or we have what we have disobeyed. We have sinned. If we repent, if we come to him and say, God, I messed up, he will help us. If we really sincere with God, he will help us. He will give us the tools for us to be able to get things right. That's precious. See, 
God has given us grace. He's given us something that we don't deserve. But also, because of his mercy, he give us, or he don't give us what we do deserve. Sin requires, in the Old Testament, sin required death. But because of the blood of Jesus, we have a new beginning. So we should take that lightly. And I know, like I said, for those who may be listening, I know many times, many times just in my little short life I lived, there have been many times that I didn't know what to do. And sometimes I felt so inadequate. I felt so little. I felt so unimportant because I saw everybody else who might have had um, a more prestigious title, a prestigious name. They had uh, more gifts from what I thought. You know, they came from a rich family or they came from a, you know, they were loved, they were appreciated. But come to find out the same assets that they have to God, I have to God. And so God not only have given all of us assets to come to him if we are his children. But get this, he want to talk to us. He want to remind us that, you know what, he has not forget, forgotten about us. He said he would never leave nor forsake us. So this is the time for us to really be able to just really just enjoy the benefit of being a child of God. A couple of things I want us to uh, think about in receiving or looking at our fresh, first of all, I'm going to say it like this. If you have asked God for forgiveness, you have been forgiven. <clears throat> if you really sincere with God, one thing I always say, if you be real with God, God will be for real with you. God sees you not guilty. You have been pardoned. God sees you as not guilty. Now, get this. We are not guilty in God's eyesight. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not innocent. That doesn't mean that we're, that doesn't mean that we're innocent. But because of the blood of Jesus, he said, you know what? I'm going to take the rap for you. I'm not saying that you're innocent, but the court is going to find you not guilty. Like I said, God has given us grace. God has given us his forgiveness. But one of the things I always say, because we receive the forgiveness of God, we received it from him. Now he wants us to receive the forgiveness for ourselves. There are some things that, like I said, we all have made mistakes. And this is not the time for us to really beat ourselves up because that's what the devil wants us to do. And you know what? The devil won in the past. He might have beat you down in 2018, 2017. He might have made you feel belittled. He might have made you feel that you were unimportant, you were unloved. He might have made you feel that, you know what, you'll never be anything. You're going to forever make those same mistakes. He might have told you that then, but I want to declare to you, 2019, January the 6th, on this particular day, I want you to know that God has sent help for you and to you. In this Christian walk, you're not alone. 
so just in case you may be listening, if you're a child of God, I want you to realize that in this walk of life, you are not alone. Now, of course, Jesus Christ is here with you. But also, God has sent some of his representatives, his children, his sons and daughters to help us to help each other. The Bible tells us that iron sharpens iron. Are we are brothers or sisters keeper? Yes, we are. And see, I'm going to say this. Just because there are some who may not care about you, I'm being honest with you, there are some people that don't like you. There are some people that don't even care about you. But that doesn't mean that everybody don't care about you. God will send people, God will dispatch people at the right time. It seemed like just out the blue. It seemed like you could be feeling the lowest of low that all of a sudden somebody that you least suspect, sometimes people you don't even know, if they end up coming and saying something that you really needed to hear, that's God in him in his own wisdom. That's God strategically sending someone who may not know you, but they can pick it up in the spirit that they are getting a message from God to go and locate you, to give you what thus says Lord. So just in case somebody that may be listening who may feel like, you know what, they feel like beating themselves up. They feel like, you know what, I'm tired of messing up. I'm tired of falling back. I'm tired of uh, relapsing. Tired of falling and failing and disappointing God, disappointing yourself. Let me tell you something. You don't have to worry about disappointing God. The thing is, if you feel like you disappointed God, know this. The Bible tells us, he said, come as you are in the pardons of your sins. In other words, you don't have to wait to get yourself right to go to God. God said, I, I want you just the way you are. Don't worry about trying to prep yourself to come and approach me. No, that's my job. I'm going to take care of it. Just like for those who may have gone to a trip overseas or whatever, a lot of times they have uh, all-inclusive trips that is all-inclusive. A lot of times all you need to do is just show up because everything is paid for. The food, the lunging, uh, uh, the, the recreation, all these, the, everything is taken care of. All you need to do is just show up. And it's the same thing that God is telling us, to show up. Don't worry about your past. Accept his future. And even when the devil reminds you of your past, even when the devil try to beat you up of your past, every time the devil bring up your past, you bring up his future. So don't worry about that. The main thing is you just go to God and get to God. That's that's your responsibility. And just in case you're too weak to go to God, just know that he will help you right where you're at. Remember, he's there with us. We don't have to find, we don't have to wait for him. He's there with us. He's there. I'm going to share this with you. We often hear the story of the three Hebrew boys. The three Hebrew boys, they were in a fiery furnace. Get this. Three of the Hebrew boys went into the fire. And when they looked inside the fire, they didn't see three. They saw four. 
And they said that the fourth one looked like the Son of God. So what happened? They threw three in. And when they looked in the fire, they saw four. And then eventually, they pulled out those three Hebrew boys. And they did not smell like smoke. They did not have anything burnt on them. Get this. The soldiers that threw them into the fire were consumed by the fire. But the three Hebrew boys was put into the fire, and they were not damaged. They praised and they worshiped God right in the fire. But they came out of the fire. They did not smell like nor look like resemble smoke or fire. And get this, they did not look like what they would, what they went through. But I said that to say this, three of the boys went in, and when they looked in the fire, they saw four, and they pulled three back out. Notice, I said three, not four. The fourth one, the fourth one is still in the fire right now. And you know why? Because he's waiting on you just in case. You get thrown in the fire. The same God that covered the three Hebrew boys is the same one that can cover you in your situation. So I want us to remember that. So we have someone that can help us. And get this, God is concerned about our future. God is concerned about our plans, our desires in life. He is concerned about every aspect pertaining to Y-O-U. Listen, it's beautiful for us to be in a loving relationship where the person studied us and know our likes, our dislikes, our hang-ups, and accept not just our pretty features, but even our flaws. For someone to love our flaws, that shows that they invested time, energy into us. And God is concerned about Y-O-U. He's concerned about your plans. He's concerned about your desire. He wants to know your desires. He wants you to tell him. He wants you even to remind him of his word. He has given us the power and authority. He has given us the right hand of fellowship. We have been endorsed by God. I want us to remember this. In everything that we do, God want to know about it. In everything, every dream, every desire that we hope to be, he wants us to go to him about it. I want us to think about this. Excuse me. I want us to think about this. Just in case somebody may be beating themselves up, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 tell us, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. Behold, all things, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for your what? For your future. A plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Ephesians four twenty two 
and 24. To put on the old self. This is from the uh, English Standard Version of the Bible. To put on the old self, which belongs to the former manner of life and is corrupt through what? Deceptive. Deception. Excuse me. Excuse me. Messing that up. Deceitful. Deceitful desires. And to the renewed of your mind. And to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Lamentations, Lamentations 3, 22 and 22 to 24. The steadfast love of the Lord, that's what I was looking for. The steadfast love of the Lord never cease. Listen, the steadfast love of the Lord never cease. His mercy never comes to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in you. Every morning that God wakes us up, that's another gift. My uncle is a photographer, and he said something to me a couple of months ago, and it really resonated in my heart. He said he looked forward to waking up every morning. He doesn't need an alarm clock. He loved waking up every morning. Man. And so what we got to realize, we got to realize that just because we made a mistake, that doesn't mean that our assignment or our our goal, our purpose is over with. But see, this is what happened. Our mistake does not define us, but it's how we respond to our mistake. That's what's going to define us. It's easy for us to make a mistake and quit. Anybody can quit. But it takes effort to get back up and get back into the fight. The devil wants us to quit. The devil wants us to give up. The devil wants us to, what, wallow in our sin, wallow in our past, and stop right there. Every time we think about our past, we become more like our past. But it's time for us to what? To keep moving forward. Keep on going. Forgive ourselves. Forgive ourselves and keep on going. But one thing I always, I, I want to make sure that we know this. Even in making a mistake, forgive yourself. But also, there may be some addictions. There may be some situations. There may have been some strongholds that we might have had. And sometimes some people may feel like, man, you know, I didn't do anything this week, but, man, for me to be able to fully recover and not do it anymore for the rest of my life, how in the world am I going to be able to successfully do that? One thing I always say, you take it one day at a time, step by step. Each day as you conquer, each day as you conquer the days, God will give you the strength, the ability, but you have to make sure not to give up. One of the things I always say, why give up on yourself? Why give up on God when God did not give up on you? So we have to remember, 
we got to keep on going. It doesn't matter how many times we bumped our head. Well, count how many times we got up after we bumped our head. Don't let the final act of you is for you to bump your head and people don't see you get back up. Anytime you don't get back up, you have actually given up. You have actually, what, you you didn't allow that thing to kill you. You killed it. You killed your dream. You killed your hope. If you bumped your head, this is a, a meta, metaphorically speaking, if you bumped your head in your mistakes and you allowed that bump that you did to keep you down, then that defines you. But as long as you get back up, get back up, keep fighting, persevere, because it's something about no matter how many times you get knocked down, the part that really defines you is you getting back up. One of the things I had a beautiful uh, minister of mine, uh, Derek Richardson, he said something that was so beautiful. We have to be, what, persistent. We have to be persistent. And you know what? A lot of things that God has allowed people to bless us, not because we're the talented one, but sometimes because of our persistence. For us to be able to endure even in the hardest time. See, I'm going to say it like this. I'm pretty sure a lot of us have seen people. Matter of fact, I saw on TV last year, they gave this person a brand new, uh, it was a car, brand new car. This person would walk to work. See, it's easy for them to walk to work when it's sunny, when it's good weather. But what shows the character of a person is doing the storms of life, doing the rain, because anybody can stop in the rain. But true leaders keep going in spite of the weather, in spite of the rain. And that's what God wants to what he wants to develop that character in you, no matter what situation occur, don't give up. Do not have quitting or giving up in your vocabulary nor in your spirit. Think about it. If we give up, where would we go? If we give up, what would we do? Our only hope is in Jesus Christ. That's it. Outside of Jesus Christ, there is no hope. So in other words, if we quit, if we give up, that means that we're willing to go back to the devil's grip. And you think about it. Who loves you? Is it God or is it Satan? Is it Jesus Christ who died on the cross for us and is willing to come to our defense? Or is it the devil? The answer is obvious. Jesus. Jesus loves you. He loves you. He loves you more than you can ever imagine. He died upon a cross for you and I. And get this. He died upon the cross knowing that we were going to need his help. He died upon the cross and was willing to help us in our time of need and in our time of want. I want to I want to share a few more quick scriptures and then we're going to go to the phone line for those who want to say something. We want to think about this. First John four eighteen, it says, 
There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to be, excuse me, for fear has to do with punishment. And whosoever fears has not been perfect in love. We have no reason to fear. Isaiah 40 and 31, but they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hmm. Peter 1 and 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Hmm. We have such a great witness before us to help us in our time of need. And like I said, this is a new beginning for us. This is the new beginning that God has allowed us to have. I'm going to get ready to go to the phone line and take a pause right here. Get ready to go to the phone line. I see someone on the line. I'm getting the opportunity for those who may want to say something. Hello. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. You're on the air. Hello. Yes, ma'am. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Good, good. Um, would you like to say anything or you just listening, whatever you like? The floor is yours. Um, what was I saying? The what you were saying is so true because I was dealing with that dealing with what you were talking about all this week with because um, I did something that which I know I, I made a command to God saying that I wasn't going to do this stuff again, but I ended up doing it again anyways, and I felt bad, and I was beating myself down about it, like, man, dang, I did this, and I said I wasn't going to do it. And I was like, man, I already done messed up this year, and I feel like I felt like that this year wasn't going to go as good as I planned it to because I messed up. And I was like, I went to church today, and um, basically I was basically like giving up saying that I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to go to church no more. I wasn't going to do anything. I was just going to give up on God. But when I went to church today, basically the message was to not to give up and that I'm still standing here for a reason, and that's because God have a calling on my life. So I'm just not going to give up on him. I'm going to keep pushing and keep my word towards him, and I just pray that he just fully delivered me because I know he has so much for me, and that's it. Yes. Yeah, number one, thank you. Um, those that know me, I don't mind being transparent. Um, there were some areas in my life that I struggled with. Dealing with low self esteem, dealing with inadequacy, looking for love in all the wrong places. Excuse me, looking for love in all the places. <laughs> I looked everywhere. And I don't know if I shared this story on the air, but I, I don't mind. I don't mind telling them myself. But I hope and pray that you or there's anybody else that may have been feeling that same way, I hope that this ministers to you all. 
But I got so sick and tired of asking God to forgive me when it seemed like I was going to be stuck doing the same thing over and over and over again. I did good for a number of days, for a number of weeks, and then all of a sudden, it seemed like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'll just share this with you all. Years ago, me having low self-esteem and everything, and, you know, sometimes you, a lot of the time in society, we often hear about the young ladies who, uh, they may give their body to a guy and, you know, she has low self-esteem and she just try to find any guy that would just show her appreciation, show her love, show her attention. You know, I'm going to say love, show her attention. Well, I was the male version of that. And so I knew I wanted love. I wanted to be respected. I grew up in church. And then all of a sudden, I would see people who may not have had as much as I had or may not look like me or whatever, and they looked like that they were being appreciated. They were receiving love. They had a love of their own. But then all of a sudden, here I am, and I would often hear, oh, you're a good man, and I would hear even some of the older ladies of the church and in the community, you know, uh, you're going to make somebody a good husband and everything. They were saying that. But I was being treated like a dog by some of the young ladies. And then I just wanted them to just love me. And so I end up having sex. I end up giving my body. And I thought that that was going to help, that was going to make them love me. And come to find out, it didn't. And all the time, I was really allowing myself to just go deeper, deeper, deeper into depression, low self-esteem. And so for years, I dealt with that. And then all of a sudden, when I told God I want to be delivered from that, I did good. I I, I think I was celibate for three years, and then I messed up. And I was so hurt. I was so devastated. I ended up calling my best friend and I cried. And then I ended up going for many years after that, not doing anything. And I felt like, you know what, I felt, wow, I felt proud of myself. And then I messed up again. But this particular time, after I messed up, I asked God to help me. And after I asked God to help me, he started helping me and giving me tips. And he started letting me know how precious I was. Not saying that the young ladies or whatever were not precious, but he wanted me to see myself. He wanted me to look at myself and realize how precious I was to him, that I was valuable. And I know to some people that may sound crazy or weird for a guy to feel that way, but I'm going to tell you this. Feelings have no gender. And so whatever situation that you're dealing with, I want you to know, I want you to know this. 
you don't have to feel that you disappointed God. You may feel that you disappointed yourself. But I'm going to tell you this. God will help you, and God want to help you. And look here. If I had given up, then I wouldn't be here today. I don't really like to talk about what I do and everything because it's not about me. But I will sum it up with this. God has blessed this kid right here. I, I consider myself a kid. I'm a grown man, but my spirit is as a kid because I feel like I was just born. I was just born again. And if God can give me the forgiveness and if God can help me to forgive myself and for me to do what I do, the same God that did it for me can and will do it for you. But also, I want to tell you this. You are not alone. We are here to help any way we can. And we really, really, really appreciate you. I know for a fact you have a great, great, great future. And that's one of the reasons why the devil always tries to attack those that who may not be aware of the purpose or plan that God has for them. That's right. But I want you to know that we're here. We are here for you in any way we can be of help. Yes, right. And also, um, I used to always, me and my sister, we both used to be like, why do we always see 911? Or we used to think that it was something like, something that bad was going to happen or it was an emergency or something. But now God is showing me that I looked at a scripture, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, what you were saying that he has a plan for me. He has a plan for my future. So now every time I see that 911 or that 119, I look at that as God showing me a sign like, this is not what I have for you. I have something better for you. I have a better future for you. And I look at that script, that scripture as that, as him mm-hmm. for his promise that he has for me. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And then I always fact, feel like uh, every time I get on your line, every time I get on your line, it's always me that gets on here and my number gets chosen for the thing. And I'm like, Lord, why is that? Why is it every time <laughs> I get on here, it's always me that has to be on here? But someone once told me that it's time for my voice to be heard and. It, I believe that that I need to start telling people my testimonies and what I'm and what I'm capable of and what God is doing for me. So I thank God that every time I get on here that I'm the one that's being chosen because I get to tell people about what I'm going through and it might help somebody else and their te- mm-hmm. and my testimony will help somebody else's testimony. So I thank God for that. Yes, yes, and like I said, this, this is why we have this podcast. For us to be able to help one another. And I'm going to tell you this, I don't have all the answers, but God has. And God may even have the answers to come through me or come through one of the listeners. That's why I wanted to make sure, I always like to make sure that we all have an opportunity. You know, in a, I know there are some people that may try to be disrespectful, and I know there are some people that the devil may try to send to try to bring some type of distraction, but we already, we always bind those. For God to send people that's going to help and encourage people, I'm going to send you, um, I'm going to text you a poster that I ended up receiving a couple of weeks ago. But I'll mm-hmm. tell you, so just in case those who may be listening who want to hear it, 
this poster, I ended up getting an email saying that um, for me to go to the store, there was a poster that awaited for me. And I, I got it. I didn't look at it while I was uh, in the store when I first got it. But later on, I was about to leave, and I decided to look at it. And that poster said, I am blessed, I am called, I am healed, I am whole. And when I saw that, I almost broke out of my skin because it came to me right when I needed it. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to know that you're whole, you're healed. And also, you will be so great of an asset in the lives of those that you will be in contact with. Right. I'm not telling you anything that I'm guessing about. I'm telling you something I already know about. And right. the devil does not want you to see that, but we already praying and we receive the help and the healing that God has for you and for those who may be listening. Right. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my honor, my honor. And I want you to always feel at always feel at home, always feel welcome. Anytime you want to call, you are always welcome to. And I really appreciate your confidence, even your transparency. And mm-hmm. like I said, those that those that know me, I do not care about, you know, I'll tell off on myself. And I'll tell people, look here, the same God that did it for me. Now, I will say this. I, I, I want you to know this because a lot of times what we go through and even how people treat us, sometimes it makes us feel bad about us. It made me feel bad about myself. But one of the things that God began to really start dealing with me about, when you have a great assignment or great calling in your life, I'm going to tell you something. There are times that you will not be understood by people. There are times that Mm -hmm. you will be falsely accused. I've been there. There are times that you will be lied on, lied to, and I'm not going to lie to you. There are times it's been frustrating. But God has to Help me to understand that if I keep my eyes on him, number yeah, one, he's right. going to vindicate. But also, there's a there's a purpose and there's a reason why the devil is going to try to bring people that may try to discredit you, lie to you, lie on you. Because the devil thinks that if he can make you shake, if he can allow those accusations, if the devil can make a lie shake you, then it will prevent you from getting to the truth of your purpose, of your mm-hmm. blessing that God has for you. Right. That's right. Yeah. So we we definitely we definitely appreciate you. You know, I'm I, you you made my year. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No problem. No problem. No problem. I'm I'll, just praying uh, for um. I'm praying for prosperity, growth, uh, a great 2019. I want to get, I am close to God, but I want to get closer to him. And I just want to grow in him. And I just want to do what he wants me, my purpose of what he wants me to do. That's what my 2019 mm-hmm. wants to be about this year. Right, well, I'll tell you what, from, we'll say from 2019 on forward. On forward, um, right. Uh, on for one of the things um, I didn't I didn't mention this today at church, but I'm gonna share this 
from tonight forth, and I'll tell you one of the things that uh, we have to do as believers. If you think about it, we eat physical food every day. It mm-hmm. strengthens us. It helps us. Sometimes we eat our favorite food, whatever, snack on or whatever. But what we need to do is start thinking about more of spiritual food. That's being in his word, praying and stuff. So one of the things that really hit me that will help us to start studying or even reading our Bible every day is for us to do this. Every morning before you eat physical food, first eat spiritual food. Do not eat any physical food until you have eaten some spiritual food. Right. Yeah. Think about it like this. Coating our stomach with God's word first. It's just like certain medication that you take. You have to eat it with food. If you don't, it'll make you sick or nauseated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we can start doing that with God's word in our life, watch the growth that would happen. Because we have put God first in our life. We have put God's word first in our hearts. And each day, each day talk to him. And I always say, let's be real with God. Let's talk to him. If you heard him, tell him. If you're not feeling your best, tell him. Because he want to hear from you. So yes, I sir. thank God for you. Yes, I thank God for you and continue to um call in, listen, whatever you want to say. You're welcome to say what you need to say and I hope and pray that not only that you continue to help others, but know that we're praying for you and everything will be all right. And I really, really, really thank you for your transparency. You're welcome. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Feel free to continue to listen. Uh, let me see if there's anyone else. Okay. So far, I can't see anyone. But I thank God for listeners like that. And like I said, for those who know me, I don't mind sharing my testimony because I want I want people to know that God can help. God can heal anyone. But also, I want to say it like this. Y'all may see me now. But we all have a story, and the devil sometimes try to make us feel ashamed of telling our story because, oh, they're going to look at you different. They're going to look at you crazy. To be honest with you, those that, like I said, those that know me, I don't care. If they can help somebody to understand that what they're in right now, they don't have to die in that. If they are stuck in whatever situation, it could be drugs, it could be pornography, it could be lesbianism, homosexuality, whatever it is, it's all sin. Whatever sin or whatever stronghold that you have, God can deliver you from it. You don't have to feel stuck. You don't have to feel like you're going to die in that. You're going to die with that. The answer is no. Jesus Christ died upon the cross, and he rose with all power in his hands. That means power over sin, over sickness, 
over homosexuality, over drug use, drug abuse, over uh, uh, witchcraft, whatever. He conquered all of that. So if me being able to be transparent, to let people know that God can do it, and for y'all to see, not just me being behind a pulpit, but y'all see where I was before I came to the pulpit. Or y'all to see when I was in the pit. I was in the pit. Now I'm in the pulpit. So for you all to know that the same God that did it for me, he can do it for you. And God is a preserver. I'm telling you from personal experience. God is a preserver. And I enjoy, I enjoy being preserved. I enjoy God keeping me. And I'm telling you, it helps me to be able to see him and to seek him in every area of my life. And God want to have access to come in. God want to heal you. That's one of the things I, I, I love to tell people. God is a healer of a broken heart. God is a healer of a confused mind. I've been there. God is a healer of those who might have had low self-esteem or no self-esteem. I was on both of them. God can do that. And you know what he'll do? Even when disappointments come, you know what he'll do? He will be the generator when your electricity is low. He will kick in, and he will make up the difference. You know, people, I mean, just in case, just in case they might have seen me behind a pulpit or might have seen me uh, uh, doing a sermon. Don't think every day was Sunday. Every day was peaches and ice cream. No, it wasn't. I've had some crazy moments. I've, I've had some dysfunctional moments. Even as a minister, I've had some disappointments. I've had some scandals, some lies. But all I do, I'll tell you this. What God taught me was trust him and obey him and put everything in his hands. And in due time, God will vindicate. We don't have to worry about vindicating. We don't have to worry about, you know, trying to fight our own battles. When we obedient to God, they give God access to come and fight for our behalf. I'm telling you that the same God that did it for me, he want to do it for you. So just in case somebody may be listening who may feel like, you know what, I've heard about God parting the Red Sea for the Israelites, for God to uh, protect Moses and protect all these others. And can God do that for me even in spite of my past? And I'm going to tell you, yes. Yes. Look at the if you want to say the 12 disciples, look at those disciples. They weren't anybody just all picked uh, uh, because they were uh, so anointed. No, 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 no. Those were ordinary men, ordinary. And what are disciples? Disciple simply means a learner, someone willing to be taught. And this is what our Christian life is about. We're being taught so that way we can emulate our Savior, Jesus Christ. So just in case you're looking for maybe one day I have a fresh start, your fresh start is right now. Even if you messed up in the beginning of 2019, guess what? This is a new day. 
There's a new grace. There's a new mercy. And God has a sensibility for help for you right now. So just in case you may be listening, just in case you may feel like, you know what, okay, I heard so much about y'all talking about uh, Jesus and everything. Um, I'm not saved. Uh, Do I need to get myself together? Do I need to quit smoking before I get to church? Do I need to quit smoking before I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior? Do I need to quit uh, it with alcohol or whatever I mean? And the answer is no. Like I said, the Bible tells us, come as you are in the pardons of your sins. A lot of people think, oh, they're just talking about the uh, the way you dress. No, no, it ain't. Talk about in your sin. In other words, don't try to take off anything yourself. Allow God to undress you, you uh, spiritually undress you. Allow God to clean you. He know what areas to reach. See, if you try to clean yourself, if you don't go to church until after you clean yourself, guess what? In your eyes, say you'll never be clean. But God wants to come and help you, help me, right where we at. So. I thank God for the new beginning, the new day, the, the the fresh start that God has given us. We got a new beginning. I don't really, I don't deal with um, what you call it, a New Year's resolution or anything. Like that. No. And you know, so many people they were saying even towards the ending of 2018, ooh, 2019, that's gonna be my year. That's gonna be my year. And 2018 wasn't even finished. You don't have to have just 365 days or 12 months where you just have a blessed 12 months or blessed 365 days and the rest of your life is miserable. No. Allow God to have complete access in every area of your life. That way you will have the best life. The Bible tells us that he has come to give us life and give us life more abundantly, which means a better quality of life. But the thief comes, what, to kill, steal, what, to steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus comes that we may have life and have it more abundantly, which is a better quality of life. So just in case you're looking and examining your life and you say, you know what, is this the, better quality, is this the quality of life that Jesus was talking about? That's what you got to think about it. So just in case, just in case you have received that fresh start, thank God for you. Thank God. Don't take it for granted. Embrace it. Hold on to it. But just in case you don't know where that fresh start is, I want to let you know that God has allowed you to listen to this show tonight, to let you know, to remind you that it's accessible, it's available for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on tonight. God, we ask, God, first of all, God, to forgive us, God. Forgive us if there is anything that we said or done or thought or felt that was unlike you, God. And, God, after you ask, after we ask you, God, to forgive us, God, help us, God, to forgive ourselves, God. Help us, God, to receive the grace and your mercy, God, that you have given us, God. Help us, God, to 
receive it, God. Help us, God, to embrace it right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we ask God to help us, God, in every area of our lives, God. God, we give you permission. We give you access to come in right now, God, and be the God of the Bible in our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, and stand by everything you stand for. We bind every problem. We bind every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for being a merciful God. Thank you, Lord, for being our Savior, our Redeemer right now. In the name of Jesus, God, those who may be needing direction or guidance, God, guide them, God. Reveal yourself to them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak in God. Those who may be dealing with uh, some type of hurt, God, we speak in God that you heal their heart, God. Heal their minds right now, God. Guidance, God. God, we speak in God that you destroy Every yoke, every bondage that the devil is trying to put forth right now. We bind every spirit of witchcraft right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind every manipulative spirit that the devil is trying to put forth in God's people right now. In the name of Jesus, we counsel the devil's assignment right now. We break the shackles that the devil is trying to put forth right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind every stronghold right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind every spirit of homosexuality, of lesbianism, of drug addiction right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind every speech impediment that the devil try to put forth right now. In the name of Jesus. We bind the confused mind right now. In the name of Jesus, the unstable mind right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we bind every like uh, attention deficit disorder right now. In the name of the bind the spirit of bipolarism right now. In the name of schizophrenia, we bind that spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, we counsel the devil's assignment right now. We bind the spirit of accident right now. Fatality, we bind that spirit right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, the spirit of nightmares right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak, God, that you give your people sweet sleep that you promised us right now, God. And God, help us, God, to receive it right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, help us, God, to get back into your word, God, to meditate, to trust in your word, to rely upon your word, to eat your word right now, God to practice it into our lives, God, apply it to our lives, God, and help us, God, to have a lifestyle change, God, where we're obedient to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done right now, God. Everything you're going to do, God, we thank you, Lord, for the testimony that's coming from this right now, God. In the name of Jesus. God, we're even speaking right now, God, those who may be grieving right now, God, those who may feel lonely, God, those who may feel abandoned, God, those who may feel hurt right now, God, for whatever reason, God, we're speaking, God, that you comfort them right now, God. Be there in their lonely hours right now, God. God, there are someone right now, God, that even like they're afraid to be alone right now, God. God, they don't trust themselves, God. They don't know what they may do, God. God, we speak, God, that you help them, God. God, whatever the bondage that the devil is trying to deal with these people right now, God. God, we counsel that devil's assignment right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise right now. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in and listened and who supported this program. If you have any suggestions on future topics, Feel free to contact me. I'm on Facebook. My name is Brother Prater, Brother B-R-O-T-H-E-R, 
Prater, P as in Paul, R-A-T as in Tom, E-R. You can read my daily devotion and the videos on my page. Also, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, or you can go to my website at www.brotherorg. You will see my daily devotions, upcoming events, and personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men of the needs and responsibilities to their families, their children, their spouse, or even their children's mother, to inform women the needs of men and to give single women the qualities of a potential future husband and our father to present our future children. I want to thank each and everyone who are tuning in to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you, and good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.